Alright everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Extreme PC Gaming Podcast. My name's Sam and I'm joined again by my really good friend Harry. How's it going mate? Oh, it's going good. We're going very well. Amazing. So, in, in today's episode we were going to be talking about the graphics card situation. Well, I guess it's more of a issue with the semiconductor industry as a whole because gaming consoles have been having supply issues as well but we're going to get into all of that so I'm looking very much to talking about this and delving deeper into what happened and what went wrong. Yeah I'm looking forward to it too it's going to be um, very interesting to delve into why all the graphics cards suddenly disappeared. Yeah yeah so I mean I guess the best way to start it would be COVID-19 because before any of this happened, I, I think the main thing that started all these supply issues and really st- what really stretched the demand the most was the COVID-19 pandemic. So from the beginning, like from when lockdown started here in the UK, when was that? March last year? I think it was from the 20, 23rd of March. Boris Johnson announced that everyone, you have to stay at home, can't go to work, you have to work from home for this whole time, right? So, everyone was obviously spending more time on their computers. I mean, Harry, you were you were working in an office, right, before COVID happened. I think I remember. Is, was that what you were doing or were you at uni? I can't remember what it was. So, yeah, I was working in an office for a bit and it was, you know, when you're out of the office, you're working on their laptops and stuff. So, you know, there's no time to mess around with your hard uh, computer parts or anything. But being at home more more obviously a lot more at the moment it's just that kind of you basically sit on your computer all the time so you need to have those good parts to uh help maybe just produce more work because it's you know there's productivity also with um graphics cards and stuff that's it as well and i think also kids staying home from school um so like i think there's a lot of working i guess before the covid19 thing there were a lot of like working class families who didn't have like the best the best internet and the best computer um, like f- for their kids to do like online learning and stuff. And I think that because of that as well, just the demand for computer parts and, and computer stuff in general skyrocketed massively. So um, so even, even, even just putting work aside, I think that even just for gaming as well, because the video games industry saw a massive climb, um, like a ma- massive climb in like popularity because of this whole lockdown thing, everyone's staying at home. And if, you're, if you've got more time to burn, chances are you're going to be spending a lot more time on your computer playing video games. And maybe these people who didn't have the best machine now decided, you know what? I could really benefit from a new graphics card. Um, so I, I've got some stats here, right? So th- there's this website, I mean, I guess there's this sort of market analysis firm called Canalys. I think I've pronounced that correctly. And what one of their leaders said was, I'll just read it out. So they said, the PC industry has been boosted by global COVID-19 lockdown with products flying off the shelves throughout Q1. Uh, But PC makers started 2020 with a constrained supply of Intel processors caused by a botched transition to 10 nanometer nodes. This was exacerbated when factories in China were unable to open after the Lunar New Year holidays. 
Children too needed their own PCs as schools closed and lessons went online. The urgency of demand from both the consumer and commercial sectors, combined with the shortage of supply, meant device costs was no longer the key consideration. Instead, speed of supply was the most important factor. Now, I think that this sums up like the whole COVID thing. Um, everyone working from home. I mean, got, I mean, like even for me, my last job. I mean, like, Harry, I'm pretty sure you remember my last job with, like, Red Bull and stuff. My last job was basically going around convenience stores, but but basically just increasing the presence of the brand there. When COVID hit, I couldn't go out and work. And And then it basically meant that I had to work from home, which wasn't really that possible for a job like that. But even because of that lockdown, I was playing games a lot more. I had a GTX 1070 inside my computer. And... I'm 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 pretty sure you remember Harry. I, I I decided to upload. I decided to update to a GTX 1080 Ti, which obviously at the time was the whole generation old, but it was still a pretty good upgrade. Um, so like even though I didn't really need it, I decided to upgrade anyway. Um, just because I could and I had the time and the money, I suppose. I mean, we built your PC just before lockdown, didn't we? I can't remember. Yeah, that was very lucky. Luckily, we got it in before everything hit the fan. But yeah, it's, my, it's also might be like the social aspect, which might be causing... Because if you can't go out, you know, you go normally down to the pub with your mates or you're, you know, you meet up with co-workers. You can't do that anymore. So now you need a computer and, you know, what what, what can you do? That's true. So it's kind of... um, I think that's also an aspect that could be help, kind of causing the issue is... Instead of going down the pub with your mates, you're now playing Warzone with the boys on the <laughs> on your computer. That's true. It's like yeah. it's, so now you need a better computer because you know you don't want to be like getting lag spikes and getting completely pwned by other people. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And 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 also, I think that the people who weren't really into video games and who were maybe a little bit too busy for video games before now being now like obviously being at home, those people were deciding. Yeah, actually. I might as well get Warzone and hop on there with my friends or I might as well buy a PlayStation or an Xbox or maybe even put a graphics card into this like shitty little PC which I've got sitting around just just so I can actually play games. So that really would have exacerbated the supply, you know? Yeah, it definitely did because clearly as we know, there's a massive shortage at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, obviously moving on from COVID... Um, I don't know, let's just, like, before we get into this, but let's just go back to, like, 2018. So, 2018, NVIDIA released the RTX 2080 Ti, which was quite an expensive card at the time, which was over $1,000 to get it brand new. Um, Even in the UK, it was, like, £1,000, which was quite an expensive card. So, for about two years, graphics cards were quite expensive anyway, but not because of supply issues. But then coming going into September 2020, about two years on from the 2000 series generations, this was the first RTX generation of cards. So about two years after that, um, NVIDIA had a live stream which basically revealed their plans to release the RTX 3000 series. And the first card they spoke of was the RTX 3080, which in that whole thing, they promised to have such a massive generational leap literally twice as powerful as the RTX 2080. However, this graphics card was only going to be 699 US dollars, which is what they announced. 
So we literally saw all of these people after that announcement panic selling their 2080 Ti's for literally 500 quid to 600 quid on eBay. So like I, I remember going onto eBay at the time just for a laugh, looking at all of these people's basically panic selling their graphics cards because they were they were expecting that as soon as the new ones come out i'm gonna buy it there's gonna be loads of supply loads of supply blah 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 all of that well guess what on launch day harry i'm pretty sure you remember when that day at work i think i think we were both working that day we decided just to log on to the nvidia website to to pick up some of these cars i think it was at 2 p.m uk time so it would have been like 6 a.m um west coast american time which is what they advertise but that's 2 p.m uk time we both went on that refreshed the page at 2 p.m dead on and there was absolutely nothing it was a pretty nasty scenario wasn't it yeah there was rumors they sold out like nvidia sold out in like 1.6 seconds or something ridiculous which is just uh obviously not realistic they must be someone you know there must have been bots on that site trying to uh, claim them all which is a shame yeah it, like that that really is a shame because literally the next day even the same day I, I went on to ebay just to have a look just to see you know if anyone's done it and already for like double the price there weren't necessarily the graphics card on there on there yet being sold but people were already listing their pre-orders and like putting screenshots of confirmation emails saying, yeah, I managed to order this graphics card and I'm going to sell it for like double the price. And, and that's what people were doing. And we saw, we saw people with these bots literally picking up 20 to 30 graphics card at a time. You remember that as well, don't you? Yeah. And I think it was also doubled by, um, obviously COVID was keeping everyone inside. So there was no kind of release to, mainstream stores like uh you know your local retailer like pc world and stuff didn't really get very many because everyone was expecting they could buy them online because no one was going shopping the shops might have even been closed at that point yeah that's it but then but then even pc world and websites like scan and Novatech and all of the big uk retailers they did have a little bit of stock but even then not very much um so like I think the whole problem because of COVID has been exacerbated even more. So we already saw a much lower supply, and the demand was probably double, probably double what they were expecting. You know. Yeah, and in store there would have been obviously you can't scalp in store because you're a real person. So That's uh, it. that would have if there were like in store ones that you could go and buy off the shelf, they couldn't have been stolen in one point six seconds. They would be there days before you could wander and queue up outside make an event out of it and collect yeah. them but you know yeah that's pretty much what happened with every other launch which i think was much better but obviously people just sitting at home if they're doing online only they're going to be a lot more susceptible to bots just scooping them all up well yeah obviously the retailers don't care as soon as you know if they can sell yeah. it 1.6 seconds they've made a killer profit because they're obviously marking up all the products yeah, they, they have been. They have been, especially recently. Um, like all of the products have been mocked up because, you know, it's just basic supply and demand, basic economics, which is the problem. I mean, like NVIDIA's response to this was a little bit, I don't know, kind of funny as well. I mean, like I'm just, I'm just reading the thing that you sent me, Harry, on the document. They put that NVIDIA's response was basically what happened 
Um, hang on, what was it? Uh, 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 yeah, here we go. Um, I was really excited for um, GeForce RTX 3080, but the launch made it near impossible to find one. It's really disappointing. Um, now, I think NVIDIA officially said the demand for the GeForce RTX 3080 was truly unprecedented. We and our partners underestimated it. Well, yeah, no shit. I think they probably should have thought about it a little bit more because of COVID supply. I mean, they did have this information. They did have this information. But I think from a business standpoint, business standpoint, I mean, having having not quite enough stock is a bit of a win-win situation for you because you're going to be better off not having enough and it's selling out than having like warehouses full of graphics cards and no one buying them, you know? For sure, because, you know, it's... Because then you can mark the prices up as well. You can just make, you know, there's none left. Make the prices up. Oh, yeah, that's £2,000, please. That's it. I mean, they're just improving their margin, like, massively, just from the lack of cards. So, I mean, like, they then went on to say, over 50 major global retailers had inventory on the day of launch. Our retail partners reported record traffic to their sites, in many cases exceeding Black Friday. This caused crashes, delays, and other issues for their customers. We knew that we knew the GeForce RTX 3080 would be popular, but none of us expected that much traffic on the first day. I'm going to go on the website and actually see if they have any numbers on there, or if that's all they said. Um, oh, they said they said after that, the GeForce RTX 3080 is in full production. We began shipping GPUs to our partners in August, and have been increasing the supply weekly. Partners are also ramping up capacity to meet the un unprecedented demand. So I think when they say partners, they're talking about third-party companies who also make the cards like um, MSI, Gigabyte, EVGA, you know, like all of the third-party ones. But I found that, excuse me, I found that it was those third-party ones which actually had the most price increase. I think that's right. Yeah, there were some cards that just look like they just, you know, splashed RGB all over them and doubled the price. Yeah, basically. Which is I mean, what you a... would do if there was no supply. It's an amazing idea. <laughs> exactly. That's true. That's true. Um, just having a look. like, I mean, they, they, re they really did answer a lot of questions on this because people were really angry. Like someone said, someone wrote, you said the NVIDIA store would have GTX, so we'd have GeForce RTX 3080s at 6am on September 17th. Why did the store immediately go from notify me to out of stock? Then NVIDIA said, At 6am Pacific, we attempted to push the NVIDIA store live. Instantly, the NVIDIA store was inundated with over 10 times the traffic of our previous generation launch. 10 times? That's insane. I mean, I think earlier on I was just saying it was over double, but 10 times? I, I don't think anyone was expecting that. I don't know if you were expecting that. No, I don't know if it's more driven by new games that might have been coming out around that time as well. Because, yeah. um, you know, if you just, if you, you get really hyped for Cyberpunk, but everyone knew that was going to be a uh, you know, top-tier graphics card game. So yeah. everyone might have gone, well, Cyberpunk comes out next month, or was meant to come out next month. Um, I'll get my graphics card now, because I'll get the brand new one. But it might just, yeah. it could be also another factor that video games are just getting harder and harder to run because they're more and more graphical. And, That's uh, true. The, the, the requirements for getting the top-end card is just, you know... You can't play yeah. Cyberpunk unless you've got some ridiculous card or you can play it on, like, 10 FPS. 
<laughs> with like no like people standing around spinning randomly. Oh God. So basically, what the console version was. Yeah, basically they didn't want the console experience, so they spent a lot of money on graphics cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that sounds funny, but it's but it's true. It is true. Like, yeah. Like, I, I mean, unfortunately, that's just that's just what it was. I mean, I'm pretty sure you saw the base PS4 and base Xbox One. I don't think on PS4 Pro it was too bad. But on like the basic PS4, I don't know if you saw some of the gameplay on that. Like that console was struggling. I think in the busy areas they str- even struggled to hit 15 frames per second, which even for console games is pretty bad. Well, yeah, it was so bad they delisted it. It was like unplayable. Yeah, I mean, Sony delisted it from their store, but at the end of the day, I don't think it put too much of a dent into the sales of that game because basically everyone I know bought it and I'm pretty sure that almost everyone you know bought it too and I and I, I don't I don't actually know anyone who refunded it which is really weird no I don't think many people refunded it because everyone hoped prayed I think they would get better because there was so much hype around that game yeah uh, like obviously it didn't run too badly on my PC um, but when I started playing it, I had a 1080 Ti. It didn't run amazingly, but I still managed to get 60 FPS in most areas, I'd say. But that was on 1440p low settings. I got an RTX 3090 now, which I was actually very lucky to get that. Even though originally I wanted the 3080, but I got a 3090 and it ran just fine. But obviously, not everyone can get the the super powerful graphics cards that are required to run a game as intensive as as uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I think that's another thing that might have caused these uh, graphics card issues. No one could get like the lower cards. They just had to buy the higher one. Yeah. Like, if you go, oh, I can get a 3080 for like £2,000. Or I could get a 3090 for £2,000. It's just, uh, it. you know. And I think they even started from the base. Like, if you're going to get a 3070. I couldn't get one. I'll get a 3080. And all the yeah. 3080 users went, oh, no, I can't get a 3080, get a 3090. So it's just kind of... But that was me. That was me. I really did not want to spend £1,500 on a graphics card, but I really wanted a new one. Obviously, that was exacerbated by COVID as well, just being at home all the time. So I just thought, you know what, screw it. I, there was one available on this obscure British retailer, so I just thought, yeah, let's just go for it. I think we really have to feel sorry for those people who did panic sell their graphics cards because then they were left with nothing. All their cards were gone, everyone had bought them and then they were so hyped to get the new card. Like computers with no graphics cards in, oh, I'm going to get the new one. Gone. And they're just sitting there with like (laughs) on-board graphics playing Tetris, I don't know. (laughs) That's the problem. And the crazy thing is, we we were saying that the 2080 Ti was way overpriced at the time, like £1,000. Just looked it up on eBay. So let me just have a look. What's this one? 2080 Ti. Okay, that one's not too bad. That one's going for £500. That's like a lower end one. But some people are still selling the Founders Edition for over a grand. So imagine imagine paying one grand for an RTX 2080 Ti back in September 2018. So that was almost three years ago. Then you suddenly see, oh yeah, look, in a few months I can get a 3080 for half this price. Why don't I just sell this one and use that money to get the new card? And then you're stuck with nothing 
And then and then you decide, okay, why don't I just go on eBay and look at RTX 2080 Ti's instead? And then you see that even those cards have been inflated. So these poor people would have sold their cards and now have absolutely no, absolutely nothing to game on, which must be an absolute pain. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever sell my card until I had another card yeah, ready and waiting because I don't know. I just couldn't face having no graphics card because you can't do anything with a graphics card. It would just be like yeah. a a random piece of machinery that you couldn't do anything with. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, especially with our PCs, because we have Ryzen seven thirty seven hundred X. Those graph those CPUs, sorry, don't even have integrated graphics. They don't. I mean, I know a lot of Intel systems, they would have still been able to at least use their PCs for something. But our PCs would have just turned into bricks if we'd done that. Just useless. Yeah, and then you go down the rabbit hole of buying something that's like thirty, like a 750 Ti and you're like, oh, living the dream. 2016 <laughs> card or however old it is. I think it's... When did that come out? I think it was 2013, 2014. I can't remember. It was the 700 series, which I think was... You know I really want to know now. I'm going to look this up. 750Ti release date. I mean, there's a lot of people still using that. Yeah, here we go. 750Ti, February 18th, 2014. I mean, it it's still... It's still, I mean, I don't want to say a good card, but it's still usable for the most part, I guess. Yeah, I don't know about that. I had problems when I had my 960, <laughs> and, uh, oh. like, I couldn't even play Batman Arkham Asylum on it, so... Well, not Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, the new one. But it just... Oh, the game Arkham they sold Knight. with the card didn't play. Oh, it yeah. It was just stupid. <laughs> I think that was mostly because Arkham Knight PC port was so broken on release. Um, I had a GTX 960 when I played that, and it just did not run very well at all. It, oh, it was such a mess. And it was, it's a real shame because the game itself is so good. But obviously, the PC version was just a mess. I it it did not run well at all. Everyone, I know, everyone freaked out, and then they actually pulled the game from Steam. I don't know if you remember that. Hmm. No, I don't remember that, but I, I presume yeah. they they did because then they gave us that massive gift where we got all the games for free. Yeah. Well, I did. Yeah, I, I swear they did. They gave away, yeah, so to everyone who bought them, they just gave all the Batman games, which is, you know, it's quite a nice gesture, but if you go on Steam now and look at the reviews, everyone says it runs well, and, excuse me, um, I've played the game a couple of times since it's come out. Let me just have a look at Steam right now. It's just really nice to play, like, on my computer now, because it runs like butter. It's lovely. Yeah. Oh, man, these... These reviews are really good now. Um, amazing game. Actually runs really well. Defin- definitive end to the series. Th- that's the thing. Um, everyone's saying it's really good now, but obviously when it came out, we all know how much of a mess that was. <laughs> um, yeah, not good. I mean, that was... That, g- that game's almost six years old now. It makes me nostalgic. Because uh, we were so hyped. You know, we've kind of strayed away from our original topic. Yeah, completely strayed away. <laughs> but I was going to ask you, are you excited for the new game, Gotham Knights? Yeah, 
it looks interesting. Um, it definitely looks interesting. It looks pretty cool, actually. It's made by the same people who made um, Arkham Origins. So, like, obviously, uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight were made by Rocksteady. Arkham Origins was made by WB Montreal, and I think that's the same company who are making the... Was it Gotham Knights, is it called? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, Gotham Knights. When does it come out? 2022. Oh, um, oh it's a bit that's of a, a delay, shame. I thought it was coming out this year. Damn it. Yeah, same. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, announced in March 2021 that the game was being delayed. I, I think that maybe COVID has had something to do with that. Oh, yeah. I think that's affected quite a lot of companies. Yeah. Um, I mean, who, who, who can you play as in that game? For a Batman fan, I don't know that much about it. So it says, Gotham Knights is a brand new open world third person action RPG featuring Batman family as players step into all of Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood and Robin. Um, new trained DC superheroes who must rise up as the protectors of Gotham City in the wake of Batman's death. Okay, that makes sense then. So I think it is set in the same world that the other Arkham games were set in, but it's obviously after, after the events of Arkham Knight. Um, but yeah, you know, so, uh, what's, yeah, we were going to talk about AMD, weren't we? Yeah, we haven't, we haven't even got on to AMD, but it's, (laughs) it's kind of the same story, but with different card names. (laughs) Yeah, basically. So obviously Nvidia released their cards. They were all sold out. Um, and then AMD, I think they announced their cards after NVIDIA's cards came out. Um, and they said, so I mean, that their main one was the 6800 XT, which they claimed had basically the same performance as a 3080, but except it was advertised as $649 instead of $699. So if you just put yourselves in the shoes of like most gamers... Most gates just just imagine being the guy who sold your twenty eighty Ti, um, sold it, panic sold it for like five hundred pounds on eBay, expecting to get a thirty eighty on launch day. You failed to do that. Uh, well, not I guess they didn't fail. Nvidia failed to have enough stock and to control the bots, everything like that. So then you being this person, you think, well, look at AMD. Hopefully, they've seen what happened with Nvidia and will have learned from this, from the situation. Maybe they'll have a bit more stock. And then you go onto the AMD website. I think they released the cards in mid-November. Um, just to have a look. Just to have a look at them. And then you realise, oh no. Out of stock. Website down. I mean, you and I tried to go on the website. On the day. We literally refreshed a page at 2pm. And it was being slow as anything. Because of all the traffic. Yeah, I remember I got one of the cards in my basket. And I went to go check out. And it was already gone. Yeah. <laughs> there was, like, no basket control either. It was just, like, if you could type your credit card numbers fast enough, you might be able to get one. Yeah. It's, it's such an, it was such a nightmare. Oh, I hated that. And because I, I remember, because, like, in desperation, we saw that the 6800 XT was gone. So then both of us were eyeing up, oh, what about the, what about the 6800, the card below? We might as well get this lower end one. But then at that stage, what's the point? I don't know if you feel the same way, but we were just like, actually, no, I don't think it's a very good idea. 
Yeah, you end up swapping. You end up swapping one card just for a card of the same performance, but you paid money for it. Exactly. Oh, it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's good. It's a shame. Yeah, AMD have got better on their graphics card as well because I've got a. 750 XT, no, 7, no. Oh, 5, 5, XT. XT. Yeah. I'm getting confused. And yeah, like the drivers for it were terrible to start with, but now it's just become like a, a dream. So, Does um, it actually work now? Finally, I think after all oh. that, all, after all the RAM issues as well, I think <laughs> my computer finally works, which is very nice. Oh, good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because I remember, I remember when we built your PC, it was all fine, and then and then, like, I remember, because I built my PC in December 2019, so that was only a few months before COVID. And um, I had an issue with my RAM. It was Corsair 16 gigabyte RGB set, um, 3200 uh, megahertz version. Problem with the RAM, so I had to send loads of my PC parts back to Scan, which was the retailer that we got it from, UK-based. Um, and then they said, oh, yeah, no, don't worry. Um, the RAM was the problem. Why don't we send you out some new one? Then I got it and it was a bit better. And the exact same thing happened to you because you had the same, you had the exact same RAM that I did, but it was just, um, I think it was just the non-RGB version. Everything else was the same. Yeah, it was that the same. I had Corsair non-RGB, 3200 for 3200 megahertz. But yeah. yeah, it just, it was that setting that you could put on on the motherboard that we used to cause uh, the issue. XMP. Yeah, yeah, the the XMP yeah. profiles. I thought it might have been a um a BIOS issue, so I've updated my BIOS many times, then it bricked my PC doing that. And <laughs> I still, that. And it just was the RAM in the end. I just bought a new set of RAM, works perfectly. Yeah. Oh god. I remember when you were trying to use the motherboard software to update the BIOS and it froze. And then you um and then, sorry, and then you pulled the cable out the back of the PC, um, and then and then you were messaging me saying, "Sam, Sam, my PC isn't working." <laughs> sorry for laughing. I don't know. It's just thinking it's, back. It's funny now, but I remember the panic. I was like, "Oh no, I've killed it." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Like, like obviously, it's funny now, but. At the time, at the time, I did feel really bad. I was like, oh, God, oh, no. So that's why now I'm just never going to update my BIOS unless I absolutely have to. Unless there's no other option. Yeah, but you really want the squeaky clean version of version 5. Means nothing, Uh, but it's on version 5 now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, it's just a nightmare. BIOS and stuff. That's, That's just the one thing to do with PCs where... I don't know, man. Like, imagine if you're in the process of updating it, flashing the BIOS, and then you get a power cut. Yeah, that would your, not be fun. Your motherboard is, would just be finished. Like, your PC just bricked. Nothing you can do. Yeah, the problem is, like, particularly on the new chips, you might need to upgrade your motherboard or your BIOS. Yeah. Just to be able to... Because I think that was what it was doing, the BIOS change I did. It was just adding support for a chip I didn't even have, which was completely pointless for me, but... Yeah. Now at least it's future-proofed. That's it. I mean, I think we've got the latest AMD motherboard um, chipsets. We've got X570. But when AMD announced their Ryzen 5000 series, they said that it would only work on um, B550 and X570. So that means um, people with B450 
would just not be able to use it. Um, but then they said, oh, no, actually, with a BIOS update, B450 people will be allowed to use the new um, the new CPU. So, so eventually, AMD did the right thing and made it work. But the people with B450 motherboards who decided to buy a Ryzen 5000 series processor, well, if they were able to, because that had stock issues, but not as bad as graphics card. But the people who bought the uh, Ryzen 5000 series but only had... B450 um, motherboards would have had would have had to upgrade their BIOS. They would have had no choice. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to be them because you'd have your brand new chip in your hand. You'd be like, oh no, I have to do the BIOS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't... And, and I'm sure. Sorry, sorry. Can you even do the BIOS without a chip in your PC? Like once you bought um, a 450 off the shelf. I don't. I don't know. I think that. I think that um, I don't know. I think I don't think you needed the new chip to actually update the BIOS. Um, no, no, no. I what, guess. What I mean is, you're building a new PC today, and you got a 450 and the new chip. Oh. How do you upgrade the BIOS? <laughs> oh yeah, to do that, I think I guess you just have to borrow a processor from one from one of your mates. <laughs> yeah, just borrow a know. processor. Oh, yeah, can you uh, you can. can you unglue your processor so I can borrow it, please? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes, can of just course. <laughs> yeah, can you just open your case, take off your cooler, clean it, put it in a box and post it to me and then I'll use it to upgrade and then post it back. Like, no, man, like, no one's going to do that. I mean, I, I guess I guess if it was like you and I, because you know when you only lived around the corner from me, um, I guess if it was in that situation and one of us had that problem, we could have quite easily done that. Um, because I it's just like it's just like the time when you borrowed my RAM. It just wasn't an issue. I just walked around, just walked for two minutes and gave it to you. Um, but yeah, I guess could be a bit of a bad situation if you know you 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 buy a B four fifty because it's cheaper. You buy this new um, processor and then oh no, I need to upgrade the BIOS, but I can't because I don't have a processor to do it. It must be a classic issue because. It's just like you know, you think, oh, I cut the corner on the on the motherboard, I'll spend the money on the CPU. I guess maybe the motherboards must be updated like out of the factory, but you know, you could pick one up. I would the hope shelf. so. I would hope so. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I know it's quite unlikely in twenty twenty one, but maybe some stores just have old stock which just hasn't been updated. So who knows? But then. With with the if you put the new CPU into the old motherboard, will it even post into BIOS? I don't know. It must do, otherwise they would be like people like go mental. Because <laughs> they'd be like buying these new chips and going, ah, oh, they don't work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know though. I don't know. I guess that's. I guess that's just not something that we can. That's one of the confirm. mysteries of the computers. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could just do one Google search, but uh, I, I don't know. It's I don't effort. really care. I don't have a 450. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, I built my girlfriend a computer recently, but I did make sure that she bought a B550, so there weren't any issues, and then she ended up getting one of the new ones, and it was fine. Yeah. So I think a lot of people probably would have just bought a B550, but I don't know. I think mean, that's one of the classic things you shouldn't do when you build a computer is cut corners on the motherboard. Because uh, I've had so many computers where you just get limited because you cannot put any more RAM in it and you cannot put a new CPU in it. And then basically oh. you've got to bin the whole thing. 
Wasn't that just your old PC? Yeah, well, that's because I got a really... It wasn't like a high-end PC. It was like pre-built. It was probably built on like potato graph uh, motherboard. Oh, it was all right. It, yeah. it, it, it did the job. I remember that computer. Oh, I remember how I killed it, which was amusing. So I managed to spill a full can of Monster Energy drink into the top of it. And it just what? died. <laughs> what? Well, it didn't die instantly. I thought I'd go away with it. And then, like, two weeks later, wouldn't oh. power up. Oh, I, was this This was when you were in your flat, wasn't it? With Jack. Like your yeah. Jack. Trying to yeah. write my dissertation, but... Now I don't have a computer because I killed him with a cannon monster. Oh, and then, um, and then, and then that's when you were like, okay, in that case, I'll just build a new one. Was that, was that the reason why you built a new one? I think it was. Yeah, was I've always been ago. thinking about building a new one, but there was, you know, there's always that delay, like, oh, but I don't need it. I don't need to spend the money. But when you got no computer, it's like, I need a new computer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a perfect reason to build a new PC. With my old one, I had a perfectly working computer with a i5 6600K. No reason to change, but I just saw these Ryzen processors, how much better than Intel they were. And I was like, you know what? You know what? I've, I've got the money. Why don't I just build a new one? That was in December 2019. And I think you built yours in January. Yeah, I was very lucky. We built them quite similar. And you obviously mm. built mine, which was very handy because uh, yeah. scares me, those yeah. computers. Yeah, I mean, like, we have strayed so far from our original topic of conversation, but I guess it's all about graphics cards and stuff, which yeah, is fun. Yeah, it's just all about <laughs> trying to get, you know, there's always part of me that wants a new card. I still look for the new card every week or two, just yeah. no stock, and it's just kind of given up at this point, but it's just been nice to be able to get a new graphics card, just to, uh, so I've got the nice 4K monitor now, but can't play anything on it, because I don't have the new graphics card. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm pretty sure that you can. I mean, when you play F1, do you play that in 4K? Does it work? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I can play. You know, I'm being over dramatic, but <laughs> you know, like you yeah. get that brand new game, you don't want to have to like, play it on like 1080p. Yeah. Just because it's got you know. Just just it's just a shame we can't get hold of them, but yeah. Because I'm sure by the time they release them all, there'll be a brand new card. Like it's nearly been a year since the. Uh, GPU crisis yeah, happens. It's, it's gone by so quick. It really has. Um, oh, one more thing we were going to talk about. You know how uh, crypto, people building these mining rigs, what, just uh, you see these people on Instagram and on Twitter showing a picture of their new mining rig that literally has like 20 RTX 3080s in it. And I'm just like, man, just save some for the rest of us. Didn't NVIDIA try to install software onto them to stop them from being effective, but then they just broke past that software <laughs> in like seconds. I think I think everyone knew it wasn't going to last long. And then NVIDIA had that announcement where they said, oh, we're exclusively creating mining cards. And then most people were like, oh, yeah, this is perfectly fine. But the big problem with that was in order for them to actually manufacture those mining cards they'd have to manufacture less like RTX gaming cards, which is also a huge issue because the whole problem is literally just the like capacity to manufacture them at the moment. And I know that these new ones, I think the new cards are running on eight nanometer, um, eight nanometer, I think. Let me just Google it quick. 
That sounds super thin. That must be hard to make. Yeah. Here we go. NVIDIA confirms Samsung 8 nanometer process for RCX 3090, 3080, 3070. That's quite a new thing. And something that new is going to, you're going to have much lower yield rates in the factory, making it a lot more difficult as well. So the fact that they can only make so many already, and then they say, oh, actually, you know what? Half of us, half the new cars we're going to be making off of mining. Well, you know, it's going to affect the rest of it. Which is which just makes the problem even worse. Well, yeah, it's basically turning graphics cards into a business because you can go to yourself and go, if I spend ten grand on graphics cards, get like ten of them, and then I mine every day, I can make money back. So it's basically free graphics cards. That's it. And the thing with cryptocurrency is that once you've mined it, it's still there. So even if you're at a loss at the beginning, so like for example, like you know how I mined a little bit of Ethereum. I mined a little bit of Ethereum a few months ago. I didn't get very much. I think I only got what, a couple quid worth. But that's tripled in value since. And I'm sure that these people with the massive mining rigs, literally just doing it all the time, spending money on electricity, yeah, they'll make a loss at the beginning. Maybe, I don't know. They'll make a loss at the beginning. But then after they've stopped, the price of their crypto goes up. Their portfolio just goes through the roof. Yeah, and they can also trash the cards and sell them at a really high value because there is no <laughs> card, so, you know... Go on yeah. to eBay, sell it for double the price you paid for it. That's it. And um, even if you sell them at slightly less, even if you like, even if these people, let's just say the miners did go onto eBay and buy them at the inflated price, they could probably sell them at a loss. But then in the long run, who cares? They're going to make money off that crypto which they mined. And on eBay, I saw recently. I don't know if you saw this, but I saw that. I saw some posts where people were selling like 70 graphics cards at once. Yeah, because they've obviously decided they can't mine anymore because it's not... Um, obviously, it gets harder to mine over time as well, especially with Bitcoin. We're all excited for yeah. the Bitcoin 2024 halving, of course. Oh, oh well, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm excited because it's going to shoot the value probably through the roof, but yeah. obviously not financial advice. <laughs> not financial advice? Yeah, it's like... I mean, Thing is, right, with the Bitcoin thing, you got me hyped for the halving of 2020 because if I hadn't bought that, I, my portfolio would not be as good as it is right now. Oh, no, but... I got so hyped for that. I remember yeah. like uh, Revolut messaging me like going, are you sure this is you? It seems like a scam. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> crazy. So yeah. I bought a bit more Bitcoin today because Elon Musk sent out that tweet saying, oh, we're not going to accept it. And now the whole market's just gone down the toilet. Yeah, definitely um, not like, I don't know, what they call market manipulation. But no, no, totally not at all. You know, no. the thing is, like, you can get information about these transactions. I think I sent you this earlier. Um, what was that transaction that was made? So someone today, this was shortly after that tweet, so someone with Coinbase Pro used that to buy 10,000 Bitcoins. 10,000. They then used Binance to buy another 922 and then OKEX to get another 217. So that so altogether they got over 12,000 Bitcoins with a value of half a billion US dollars. I wonder who did that. Well, I just wonder, there's only a couple of people with that amount of money in the world, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, I know, maybe it was Jeff, you know, you never know. 
Could good have old, been Jeff. Good old Bezos going, oh, I'll get some too. Yeah, I mean, but, like half a billion. Even even a lot of rich people aren't that rich and don't have... And even if their net worth is more than that, I don't think a lot of these people actually have the cash to get that. Yeah, to have that much liquid cash, you have to be pretty rich. Yeah. I mean, like, owning a, a rocket company and a, a car manufacturing company might help. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, oh, crazy, crazy times. Let's just hope that crypto helps. But anyway, this isn't really related to what our original topic of conversation was going to be, but who cares? Yeah, the problem is everything's kind of interconnected, you know? Yeah. There's all this crazy hype about crypto. It's just driving graphics cards to be non-existent. Like, <laughs> the hype has got completely out of control. Because I remember when I started in 2017 on Revolut and I was like, yeah. Oh, this is great. I have no idea what this is, but it sounds cool. Oh, it's like really cheap. I'll just buy some. And nowadays, mm. like I go on TikTok, it's like every other video is like, oh, I'm not a financial advisor, but buy this coin or buy that coin. It's like, yeah, it's just a bit crazy and hyped. Reminds me of Dogecoin, which I bought a while ago for the lols, and I ha- and I and I didn't touch, and I kind of forget, forgot about it until. You told me what the price was. Well, yeah, I wish I would also go on that meme because uh, it's now worth quite a lot of money. Yeah, I, I, that was just ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I only spent like just under two hundred pounds back then, and that, and, and that was just for the lols. Thing I, I got a payslip from work. You know, you know when I worked at that leisure centre as a cleaner, I got a payslip from work, and I was like, I'm just gonna buy Dogecoin because it's funny. Little did I know how much that would explode, but, you know, who cares? Um, but yeah, I think that probably concludes it. Yeah, it does, really. It's just uh, the next thing is the, the hunt for the next Dogecoin. It yeah. has begun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you and I have faith in Shiba Inu coin, but obviously with Vitalik sending a billion dollars worth to India, we don't know. But then, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I think, I think India might just wait for the value to go up before selling them because it's still just the asset. But I'm not sure. I don't know. I think they started charity, so I don't know if they're gonna like hodl. I think they might get the money out and help people, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, yeah. then it, if they get the money out, it's just gonna drive the price down even more. But then, eventually, I think, eventually, I think it has a chance of going back up. Well, yeah, it's just good publicity for the coin, anyway. But it is. you know, obviously not financial advice. Yeah, this. Uh, yeah, I just want to mention none of what we say is financial advice. Before buying anything or selling anything, do your own research. Don't just listen to what people on the internet say. That's that. That's the best advice. And don't buy it for a meme. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I did, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm thinking like in today's climate. Like th- there's so many meme coins and shit coins now. I was surprised with SafeMoon though. I thought that was a meme coin, and I saw it's listed like 32 biggest crypto, and I was like, "Geez!" I remember seeing that yeah. at 2000, and I was like, "Oh, that looks like a meme." People keep, yeah, but it doesn't really matter. But yeah, it's just. Hey good yo, times. you know, there's a coin now called Smegma. Well, yeah, that's there actually think... is. 
It's amazing Snake. how much value some of those coins get. Those like, how is that worth? Like, it's always worth like a couple million pounds. Yeah, it says maybe Snake a billion. Lord. I'm just trying to find how much it's worth. I can't see. Oh, it's on Poo Coin now. How much is this? <laughs> I love the name of the exchanges. They're just mental. <laughs> oh, it's gone up. What percentage is that? Oh my god! This... A safe Mars? No, Smeg Mars. Sorry, that's worth point zero 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 three now. That's quite a lot. They minted a trillion coins. I don't know when they minted, but that's what they normally do. Yeah. What's what's Sheeb worth now? Oh my god! It's worth more than Sheeb now. It was only launched yesterday. Oh well, no! That can't that can't be right. The market cap is only... Oh, the market cap's a million. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, you you have to have a look at Smegmars. What's it called? Smegmars. S-M-E-G-M-A-R-S. It's not even listed on my app. It's not. You have to look it up. It's not listed anywhere. It sounds, uh... like, it sounds like a scam, but... I don't know. People, I'm just, I'm on a Discord server that talks about crypto. Um, oh yeah, here it is, Coin Tracker. It was only listed like 23 hours ago. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to find what people are saying it is. What kind of coin is it? It's a. Tons of people are buying it. There's um, 500 transactions in total. Yeah. Oh, I've got this. I've got a graph saying it's going up a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I would not recommend buying random coins like this, but it's all based mm. on the BNB. Um, Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm starting to get fed up with looking at candlestick graphs now, to be honest, though. <laughs> They'll start like, burning into my retinas, just candlesticks of red and green. <laughs> I've been having dreams about candlestick graphs and <laughs> charts. Like, I, I had a really weird last dream last night that we made a load of money on crypto and just moved to Amsterdam. Oh, and then you went to the blue light joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I totally did. Yeah, that was in the dream. The blue lights. If if you're listening and you know what this is, you'll understand. If you don't, then just Google it. Um, but yeah, no, the this crypto stuff is crazy. I mean, that Smegma coin, it's just such a funny thing to call it. What's their, what's their, uh, I think they actually call it Smegmas. It's like the first dicks in space. And their, their logo is literally a rocket. Smegmars Space Cocks. <laughs> That's what they've called it. I love these websites as well. They're so inventive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a roadmap. Post $1 market cap, buy a Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Lambo meme is too there. It's like, oh, Lam- Lambo, all this stuff. Get Trust Wallet. Top up your BNB balance. Go to Pancake Swamp. But the problem is, the fees at the moment are ridiculous. Yeah, well, 
those gas fees are mental. I remember I was going to buy some, whatever that new coin's called, the one that's also a dog coin, and the gas fees on Ethereum were ridiculous. Yeah, was that the Hawk coin? I think it was. Yeah, I just started buying keys, keys, coins for memes now, but it's not the best yeah. idea. Yeah, it's a bit... Thing. I'm just going to try and have a look at what the gas fee is telling me on this BNB thing. I just find so it quite I... enjoyable. It's kind of starting to get more. You know, you just put a little bits of money in these random coins and they shoot up or they shoot down. Just yeah. a bit of fun. It's just part of the game. Obviously, don't. I don't know. Maybe you want to put serious money into it, but I wouldn't. I would just put silly money, like just £10 and then. It's just yeah. nice to see crazy balances like. Now I have like seven million coins. It's like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> dude. Like with the with the Hawk coin, I know it hasn't. It's been tanking a bit today, but with the Hawk coin, I've got twenty nine billion coins. It's just nice to see a number that big on your screen, you know. <laughs> it is ridiculous, but I've I've really just got to stop looking at these charts. I've just I've already invested. I need to just forget about it and check in a few weeks. That's probably the best thing to do. True. Unless you're like a hardcore trader. No, I just... Some people are talking about day trading them, but... I guess they're that volatile, but I wouldn't be day trading. I always uh, got to hodl to the moon, as I always say. That's it. Hodl to the moon. (laughs) But yeah, um, I think that that concludes it. I mean, we've been going for almost an hour. Yeah, I think that concludes our random ramble from graphics cards... To new games that we want to see, and then cryptos. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting. Well, um, guess if you've enjoyed, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please follow on Spotify or wherever you're listening to. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Um, and also share it with your like-minded friends if you think they'll enjoy it too. So, uh, if you've made it to this point, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, I'm amazed that you made it at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, same. You deserve an award. (laughs) Yeah, oh man. You deserve an award for listening to two idiots ramble. No, it's been good fun. It's just uh, (laughs) that we got a bit lost along the way. That's fine. That's the whole point of a free-form podcast conversation, I guess. But yeah, um, I guess that concludes it. Yeah, that's... um, uh... That's what I did, really. Until next time, have a good one.